This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live Podcast. Real talk about talent acquisition, recruiting, sourcing, and hiring. With the godfather of sourcing. And now, welcome to Shally's Alley. With your host, the legend of legends, the big Bahumi, the salt in your shaker, Shally Steckerl. Today I want to talk to you about why you should use reverse image search in your day-to-day sourcing. Let me explain what reverse image search is first. So if you find a image, let's say a GIF or PNG, could be a logo, for example, of a certification, CCIE or CISSP, those logos tend to appear on people's profiles. They appear on their resumes, their bios, their blogs, their web pages. If someone is a CISSP certified person, they put those logos all over the place so that you know people can see that they have that, that designation, that certification. And those images themselves, well, they have thumbprints, just like everything else. So you can actually use an image as a search keyword. Essentially, you're using the image as the keyword. You can provide that image to a couple of different sources, and then they will find pages where that exact image is also hosted. So if you use a CCIE logo, it'll return all of the pages where it sees that particular CCIE logo. Now keep in mind, there are different variations of the CCIE logo from different years, and there may be different designations like advanced or whatever. So it's not going to find all the similar ones. It's going to find only that exact version. Why would somebody want to use reverse image search? Because very frequently the certification isn't spelled out the same way, right? Okay. So I might say on my profile, I'm Cisco certified, but it's CISSP or um, CCIE of a specific variety or type, right? So the actual designation itself maybe a little bit more complicated than the way that I describe it on my profile, more nuanced, more detailed. And those images carry that meaning with them. Another example would be if you're looking for someone who has, say, a Twitter profile, and they have a photo of themselves, a headshot, right? It's their face and shoulders or whatever. But their username, their handle, doesn't reveal their name. So you have no way of contacting them other than trying to send them a DM on Twitter or whatever, but you're trying to find an email address or phone number. So what you can do is you can grab that person's face shot, their headshot, and use that as a reverse image search and see if that image very likely will appear somewhere else. Because think about it. If you chose a really nice image of yourself that you like, that you feel good about, and you put that on Twitter, how likely are you to have also used that on Instagram or Pinterest or Facebook or LinkedIn or your blog? So it doesn't matter if it's been cropped or modified. It's the same image. So that thumbprint will be found, and that will give you access to other pages where that person uses those photos. And on those pages, they might actually reveal their name or their email or their phone number. So now, in, in a day-to-day sourcing role, how do you incorporate this, or when, how often are you using a reverse image search? Is this something you're using all the time? Is this just something you bring in when you need some special help? What's your process? Well, to be honest, I don't really source every single day. I set aside sourcing sets, blocks of time where I do my sourcing. Other times I dedicate to reporting or making cold calls or doing cleanup or, you know, things like that. But I have 
a schedule where I do my sourcing so that I have some uninterrupted downtime to you know focus and not be distracted. So when I am doing sourcing, let's say that that's four, time, four times a week, during those times, I basically go down a list of the techniques that I use. Essentially, it's what's in the sourcing method in the book, and it's also in the mission control document. So I go down that list, and that's one of the techniques that's in there. I may already have the candidates that I need and not get around to it. So for that rec, I don't need it, but it's there. So sometimes if I've gone through methods one through 17, and this is, let's say, making up a number, method number 18, and I get to it, then I'm going to use it for that particular rec. So it won't be every day, and it won't be for every rec. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com.